that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, hello. It's Sunday afternoon, and I'm Carol Stanley on KLAY11A.com, or if you're in the greater Seattle-Tacoma area, 1180 on your AM dial. And I am so happy to be here today. The sun is shining. Woohoo! I love it when the sun shines in Seattle because it is just glorious. And this time of year, wow, with the trees all blooming and the flowers blooming. And oh my goodness, it's one of my favorite times uh, of the year, which is spring, obviously, because I love the new green. I love the color of new, fresh, that limey green where the trees all come out with this beautiful green and You know, things are new, which is such a wonderful feeling in your heart. You know, we had Easter on April 1 this year, and you know in your heart things are new. It's so good. I love it. As always, I want to begin today with Jesus Calling, because you know, it sets you up on your feet and gives you a a focus of whom whom you're listening to. Relationship with Christ is, is all about listening to him through his word, and talking to him through prayer. I mean, that's a powerful combo. And I was speaking yesterday with uh, Senator Mark Malosha. And oh my goodness, you guys, he is a, one awesome man. And so, he so wants uh, you to be everything you can be. And he is out there. He doorbells thousands and thousands uh, of people, literally. I mean, he is... He is a man on a mission because, and it isn't about promoting him. It's about him getting to know you and what you care about, what's important to you, because he goes to the state Senate and just really works for you. And I, boy, it was just a blessing to get to know him. And you will hear that next Sunday. So I encourage you to come back and listen to the interview with Senator Mark Melosha. Wow. And again, I'm going to encourage the heck out of you guys to go and vote because that vote is so important. We get kind of complacent with our state and our, you know, the fact that we can just mail our ballot in. And sometimes we, you know, people don't get around to it. Wow. What a mistake because really good people lose races because people that, you know, just didn't get around to it don't go and and cast their vote. Your vote is so much more important than you think it is. So I really encourage you to be a good citizen and go vote. You know, I'm not trying. Yeah, I am sort of trying to tell you how to vote when it comes to Mark Melosha for sure. But anyway, uh, enough about that. You will hear him next Sunday. Here is Jesus calling for today. And Jesus says this to us. Listen to me continually. I have much to communicate to you, so many people and situations in need of prayer. I am training you to set your mind on me more and more, tuning out distractions through the help of my precious Holy Spirit. Walk with me in holy trust, responding to my initiatives rather than trying to make things fit your plans. Boy, as human beings, aren't we good at that? I died to set you free. And that includes freedom from compulsive planning. When your mind spins with a multitude of thoughts, and boy, we all do that, um, when that happens, you cannot hear my voice. 
A mind preoccupied with planning pays homage to the idol of control. Wow, that's a powerful statement. I'm going to say that again. A mind preoccupied with planning pays homage to the idol of control. Turn this, uh, turn from this idolatry back to me. Listen to me and live abundantly. And that was taken from John 8, 36, which says this. So if the sun sets you free, sun meaning Jesus Christ, if the S-O-N, sun, sets you free, you are free indeed. I love that because that's so true. And Proverbs 19, 21 says this. Many are the plans in a man's heart or a woman's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. He has your back. He sets things in motion. We sang a song today in church that I really like the words because the words are what an awesome, let's see, it says, oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. There is no wall he won't kick down, no lie he won't tear down because he loves you so much. Boy, those words just penetrated my heart today because we all have things we want to see happen in our lives. You know, we have great hope for our future. No matter what age you are, there's great hope for your future. And so, but we can sometimes get really hung up and and uh, backed up, if you will, by not learning to totally, 100% trust Jesus Christ to be there for you, the Holy Spirit to go before you, because truly there is no wall he won't kick down and no lie he won't tear down around you. And so you win. Have patience, have hope, and you keep moving forward step by step as if it depends all on you, knowing full well it really all depends on God. But he's got your back, so not to worry. And the last scripture was John 10, 27, which says this, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I love that because it's, um, again, when you follow the Lord and what he says, that's why being in the word is so important, is that how do you know what God approves of? Or how do you know what he really says if you're not in the word? Sometime years ago, I remember in a special Bible study, them saying this, God didn't put everything he knows in scripture. He just put everything you need to know. And I thought, wow, that's really a powerful statement because it's true. There is no way that, that scripture can have everything God knows, but he allowed just what you need to be in that scripture, to guide you and carry you through this life and help you to really live it well and know that you're going to go home with a little crown (laughs) or a big crown, but you're going to go home having won this thing called life. Uh, In my new book, Born to be Awesome, I really stress the, the fact that you have to know who you are, whose you are, and understand your God-given purpose. And you basically, you live life fulfilling that. And sometimes it takes a long time to get that figured out, what your purpose is. But I guarantee you, if you keep pursuing it and you keep moving towards things that you love, that you feel God's pleasure in, that make your heart in, you will absolutely do incredibly wonderfully. And I want to share a couple thoughts from, uh, we're doing a series at church about uh, in the movies. So it's 
at the movies. And if you come and visit our church, you get to have popcorn and pop <laughs> during the sermon. It's just great. I love it. But our, our movie today was The Martian. And what a great story. Uh, it's Matt Damon. And of course, he is uh, stranded on Mars. And it's all about what he goes through and what ultimately his team goes through to decide to risk their own lives to go back and get him ultimately. But, you know, he re- got, or uh, my pastor related it back to God's word, which is so true. In this world, we will all have trouble. I mean, Matt Damon was in deep doo doo, right? There he is on Mars, and he knows that it's going to take four years for anybody to be able to come get him because uh, he can't communicate with his team, he can't communicate with NASA. And so there he is, right? And he finally, he finally decides to take heart instead of losing heart. And he decides to figure it out, how to survive. And then, of course, ultimately his team does come back and get him uh, in time to save his life. But, oh, my goodness, we all have, and this is what I loved, we all have a choice. Absolutely we have a choice to be a victor or a victim. And nobody wins when they're a victim. So you have to get your head turned around. The power of choice is powerful in your life, so powerful. God designed your brain to work beautifully with your power of choice. And when you choose to have a great attitude and be determined, if you will, to make things work. Uh, There was this wonderful saying by John Maxwell. It says, you can't be a smart cookie with a crummy attitude. And it's so true. Your attitude is everything. In ministry, in your work, in everything you are and do, we're your children, because the deal is how you determine how you're going to respond to anything in life. You know, 10% of life is the crap that happens to you, right? But 90% is how you respond to it. Because you're not only, you're not only helping yourself uh, to be healthy with your response, but you're training people around you, including your children, how, do, how they can now respond to awful things happening in their life. You, know, you don't have to be taken out. You can choose to make it. You can choose to be determined. You can choose to look up. You can choose to take God's hand and move forward regardless. And I just loved it. As you know, I'm kind of passionate today about this because you can do all things through Christ who is your strength. You know, the scripture says, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Well, my version that I love so much says, I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. I mean, I looked, I love that scripture the way that's stated because it helps me grab hold that he is my strength. And I can properly process adversity. I just love that. Uh, again, it's, it's, do you have a purpose? And is that purpose big and beautiful and greater than you? And boy, I tell you, that spoke to my heart as well because I can identify with that. I do have a purpose, and it is big, and it is audacious, and it's beautiful, and it's so much greater than me. You know, I have such a passion to lift people into their excellence and love on them. Lift them while we both climb. That's just, I love that. Never give up. The bottom line of all this, never give up. Never, never, never give up. You, it ain't over till it's over, right? And so I want you to grab hold of 
your love of the Lord today and never give up. Come right back with us because we've got a fabulous guest in studio. You're going to love her. So come right back. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley. And I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's Well, we are back, and I hope you got your iced tea or your hot tea or whatever you're drinking all refreshed because you are going to love my guest today. It's gonna she's gonna bless you, but the thing is, um, you know, she is such a lovely, lovely woman. I met, this is Katie Gilbert today, and I met Katie, um, oh my goodness, I'm not even sure when I met you, Katie, but it doesn't matter. I, again, God has all of our backs, and he put Katie and I together, and I sat down over a cup of coffee with her, and wow, I was so blessed and impressed with the beauty of this woman and what she does, and her following her purpose, and the, the passion in her own heart. Katie is a an expert in brain enrichment through piano lessons and drumming. And since I took 12 or 20 years, pardon me, of caring for my mom and dad, both of which mom had Alzheimer's and dad, of course, was going into his own dementia issues. And by the way, there's lots of dementia uh, styles and types out there. But anyway, welcome, Katie. I'm so glad to have you in studio today. Oh, thank you. This is a real treat. Oh, good. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, um, one thing that just touched my heart so deeply was that you're working with people that have dementia, that have brain issues, right? That's yeah, right. Mind issues. And that's so important. And I want us, you, <laughs> to give people hope out there because when you're caring, as I did, for people that you love dearly that are suffering... It is really a tough duty deal. You feel like you're alone, and you feel like there are not enough answers to help for you to be able to help your loved ones. So I dearly love what you do. So what I want you to do is this. In two minutes or less, no, you can take as much time as you want, I want you to, um, to 
you know, after you got your degree, like what, what led you into what you're doing today? My, um, a close family member lived with us for 15 years and it got to a point where she was um, diagnosed with dementia and I had been um, very happy and successful with a children's music studio. Oh, neat. Yeah. Infants up to 10 year olds, five different So you were teaching piano? I was teaching piano and comprehensive music. So we would be down on the floor with drums, which was part of the seed of what happened in the future. But so I had um, sat down with her and her friends one day just to listen to them and see if I could give them some kind of direction. Um, because I also got a paralegal degree along the way. But anyway, you're one of those ladies. Who, I'm one of you're those. You're an incessant learner, and I am too. But I love it when I run into people who've gotten multiple degrees. Oh my goodness. It was nice because I was able to let them know, in that case, that there was something called an elder attorney, et cetera, to help them. But I also noticed that there was a feeling of helplessness in some cases. And so, anyway, as I got to know them, I, I thought to myself, I think I want to taper off this business I've been doing and become a um, geriatric care manager. Wow. something that you, you basically yes. wear all hats. You know, if the kids, adult kids are in another part of the country, you can be the one that talks to their doctors and relays the messages to the adult children as approved by the yes. person. That is so important. As I've come to find out being a number one caregiver for my parents is that you you need any elderly person even you know even at the age Mike and I are you know I'm 72 he's 76 the thing is is that you need another set of ears in with you and the doctor because you don't always perceive or hear the same stuff that somebody else will hear and you need that be- the benefit of that yeah yes and even to this day considering I will tell you also what I do in addition to this this drum program but mm. you find that there isn't necessarily someone that can get the doctor to make sure and listen to your loved one or to make sure they get their questions answered, et cetera. So it's a, yes. it's a busy situation for people in healthcare also, but we have to make sure that um, at that time in your life where you're older that you're getting everything you possibly need from your medical visits. Absolutely, because you have to be their advocate. Yes. If if, a, if you as a person, an older person in particular, don't have an advocate, you get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. You get pushed aside. You get passed over. You get yes man, what I call yes man. Yeah, mm-hmm, 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 and they don't pay attention. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I do have to just add that I think that generation was not used to questioning right. a doctor. Um, and they... Doctors are just under God. <laughs> yes, and they don't want to be rude. Even to their adult children, they right. may not say, I really think I need a new pair of glasses. Right. So. Oh, I know. So I thought I would go into this, and I would be able to do something helpful, something interesting. So I began teaching piano at a senior center because I wanted to just become part of that culture. I'd been with children for yes. 10 years, and so I thought, why don't I see what the needs are or you know be a face that they recognize and trust that so I started teaching piano and then my um, um, mother-in-law was diagnosed with dementia and I needed to find a place where she would be happy so even though I have a background in another life as a nurse I didn't know that I didn't know what dementia was 
And so I ended up doing some research, well, to a certain extent to know what she wanted, what would make her feel safe, what activities Mm -hmm. did she want, et cetera. But then I, you know, sometimes your feelers are out when something is is going like this. So I I ran across a documentary um, that talked about the fact that there are people who have dementia in their brains, which is usually discovered after you die, and they discovered that there were these people that never had symptoms. Yes. That they were people who essentially, and these were excellent scientists, who were physically, uh, that physically and uh, mentally exercised, who also had stabilized blood pressure, blood yep. sugar, and stress. Yep. So those areas seem to be what was in common with these people who never ended up getting those symptoms. Even I though, love it. Isn't I it amazing? It. it is amazing because, again, we were talking about God having your back. That's a case where really he does. And music in particular, of course, I'm a musician too, and you, you know, that's where we click, I think, <sighs> is that music is so therapeutic on so many levels. And people with dementia, whether it shows up or not, it everybody goes through it uniquely. So you can't, you can't um, blanket statement and you can't assume that all these different people sitting in a room that that you're going to be able to ID or, or give them a blanket solution and it's going to work for everybody. No, because everybody goes through it differently. But there are things like music which will be extremely therapeutic to them regardless of what they're going through, right? That's right. That's yeah. an excellent point. Um, it is no wonder we clicked so much. You had so much <laughs> of the passions and information. And, you know, it ended up that when I learned that, um, one of the, the best activities after some research is learning a musical instrument. Yes. So I was yes. carrying around 10 or 20 um, portable t- keyboards in my car for wow. a year or two. And that was actually a lot. I, I found oh, yeah. that these, my purpose at that point was to, again, to prevent the symptoms of dementia from showing up. It didn't mean that they weren't there. Right. You wanted to keep... Keep it at bay. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole nother conversation. That's right. And you know what? I I really think God, like I have a friend who's turning 102 next week. Wow. 102. <gasps> and she is absolutely amazing. And she showed me an article about what they call super agers. And she may have a dementia in her brain, but boy, you wouldn't know it. Being with her, you would not know it. And in fact, those of you who have my book or who want to get my book, she wrote the introduction beautifully. I mean, this woman is so sharp. She is 102 going on 60, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's amazing. So, And she gives me such hope. Oh, my goodness. What an inspiration to me. Jeez. And, and again, we are all inspirations to everybody else. And the other thing I wanted to say, I'm sorry. The other no. thing I wanted to say that I so appreciate about you is that, you know, it's, it's about being willing to look and move forward with whatever comes into your life you had a mother-in-law that you all of a sudden had to become aware of and deal with and to try and help and that changed the direction of your purpose and your career I love it it. God used he uses everything he wastes nothing and I just love that because you can trust you can trust that whatever path you're on it's you know again look at your heart what what drives you what makes you what makes your heart sing 
And obviously, this this rattled your cage and it's, moved you to a oh, whole it, new direction. It was one of those things where I ended up coming to where I am right now with um, these drum circles that I bring to people in memory care or teach people when they're, uh, you know, just one-on-one with yeah. their care partner at home. Yeah. But I did discover as I was teaching piano that um, I would, you know, when I would give a talk at a new place, I would say, oh, I teach piano. It might cost you 8 or $10 a week, which is really a lot um, for someone for on a fixed yes. income. Yes. So I made sure that they understood the value of it. And then I would start to do more research and discover that, again, as mentioned in that film, um, intellectual exercise is sometimes... Um, looked at through games or crossword puzzles or on and on and on and those things are valuable yes but in particular being aware of all of the dimensions of wellness which I like to say it's easy as pies to be well <laughs> pies <laughs> I'm diabetic so I don't have pies <laughs> but pies is physical intellectual mm-hmm. emotional spiritual and social I love it so when say you say that at, again yeah it's physical yeah intellectual Emotional, uh-huh. spiritual, uh-huh. and social. And spiritual can be um, something, you know, being part of something bigger. Um, I so as I went along, I noticed that some of my piano students were having were making friends for the first time with the people in their class, and that also some of them needed to go to a neurologist, but their ride kept falling through and so I would end up sometimes taking them to the neurologist or get glasses because they couldn't see the music without their glasses and yeah yeah so I I, um, found myself just seeing over and over that also when I would stay for dinner at their um, cafeteria yeah they would sometimes not have a place to sit down because people would say oh we're saving this for so-and-so and whatever the case and they would say again you know if their only friends were in the piano class that meant that they didn't have very many friends. And so I was extremely um, emotional about that. I found myself really sobbing and sobbing this one night and just thinking, how would I feel? I mean, I was never one of the popular groups anyway, but that's, you know, but I thought, you know, again, I ended up finding out what would help them with a feeling of belonging because I had, an opportunity to have someone join my piano class who did have a cognitive um, challenge and so she and her mom had joined and that didn't work out very well but I'm always one of these people let's try it and see how it works and we'll see how we need to tweak it and so I wanted them to be able to join so then I thought well I'll create a class that's just all for pairs like that and bought the GoDaddy, you know, Dimwayne and everything so I thought I'm going to hang out for two or three months with the Momentia program and that is in Seattle. It was started in Seattle. And and again, Momentia is spelled like dementia, except it's yeah. Momentia, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. in the moment, what oh, can I you still it. do and how oh, do you cool. focus on that? And that's something that I, I volunteered and observed there for about three months because I was going to add my piano class to uh, a program for um, a dementia-friendly pro- uh, program. So I ended up attending um, these different activities um, and I went to a drum circle, and of course, I'd been reading this pile of books from the library about how do you teach someone something who has dementia. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I, I 
you know, I want to know everything, you know. All <laughs> That's what I thing. love about you, yeah. So I went to the drum circle, and I thought that my mother-in-law was there, and she, I said, can you hear? And she said, oh, it doesn't matter because I can't understand what he's saying anyway. Oh, wow. So he was talking and talking and talking, and the drum circle was a spectacular experience for her and for everyone. But I, I of course, put my nose in, which I do, as my friends know sometimes, and I left a message for the social worker because I'm very much a... Uh, uh, person that supports other musicians too and I said I bet he doesn't know that they don't really understand what he's saying he could spend more time on just the drumming but of course I get a call back well Katie would you like to would you like to facilitate the drum circle sometimes and I thought sure I would so bad you know what Katie we're gonna take a really quick break and we're gonna come right back to where you were okay Okay. so come right back that special touch of God's excellence in you special touch of God's excellence in you that special touch of God's excellence in you have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses you have to get more noes I am Carol Stanley and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence. Well, we're back, and just before we left on break, uh, Katie was just sharing how she really got into doing the drumming cycle uh, circles with her her clients, and and again, all of this rolled out of her love. For people, number one, but love for helping her mother-in-law who was going through dementia. And, you know, I know in reason there's lots of you out there, hopefully listening to us today, that will be encouraged by this. Because, uh, you know, I went through it with my mom and dad, and there's so many people that will go through this wanting to help a parent or an in-law parent or just somebody you know that's going through it and you want to help. Yeah. It's, it's so true, and the, the way that I wanted to um, volunteer as part of the Momentia um, community was because, of course, I had to put my nose in there, and, and I wanted the best for the people in the drum circles. So anyway, I ended up volunteering for some of that, and I had the flu at one point, and I got to thinking, because they invited me to do a drum circle that was kind of a annual... Um, special event for Momentia and so I thought oh I just want to do a really great job and and make it 
you know, meaningful and accessible so for everything. So I was, I had the flu and I started doing a couple of these drum facilitation courses um, on YouTube. And um, when I saw that, I saw, oh, there's a training I can go take in Seattle called Health Rhythms. And that was, that's a highly evidence-based program um, where you learn, you learn to do activities in a certain order and they, um, people at, just as an aside, they've used health rhythms with the kids from Columbine the following year in the cafeteria to help them with support and control. And processing, yeah, and processing what went on. And when you think yeah. about people that have had something um, horrifying happen mm -hmm. to them, mm -hmm. being diagnosed with dementia and living with it not only for care partners but for them, that's a horrifying experience, you too. You bet. It's very traumatic because in the beginning, they know what's going on. I mean, they know that they've got this diagnosis, right? And, you, I mean, you've you got to be absolutely fearful. I just think about my precious mom. Oh, my goodness. When she was boarding the plane, me knowing that she'd never come back to her home again in Phoenix. Ay, ay, ay. And, and she looked at my brother, who lives in Phoenix, and she said, Oh, honey, I'll, I promise you I'm going to work so hard to get better. Oh, broke my heart because yeah. I knew in reason she was not going to get better. She was going to progress in this. But you know what I discovered years before I wound up caring for my own parents was that I would go into different uh, dementia groups, uh, nursing homes, care facilities, and do concert work because I had a, a nurse friend who loved me and wanted me to do this, and I, of course, did, and I learned a ton. But what was fascinating to me was – there could be some people sitting in wheelchairs, bent over, almost comatose, right? The minute I sang a certain oldie but goodie song that they knew, they sit up and sing with me. Oh, my goodness. It was awesome. And it was so, I mean, wow, that was my first exposure to the power of music in those settings. Oh, wow, yeah. And its I just think it's one of the merciful elements of potentially the worst disease Ever. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, it was interesting. So when I was trained in health rhythms, I was so excited. I'm I'm a bit of a giddy kind of out there kind of person, which helps you when you're I doing love music you. lessons. Listen, God makes no mistakes. You rock, girlfriend. Yeah. You I just mean, do. I, I it was interesting because I didn't feel shy, even though I had ladies that were in there. Probably, they were, you know, not the type of persons you would think would be in a drum circle, but I told them, I said, well, this will be a way we can learn rhythm because I went back to my piano students and these are folks that are there for the purpose of, you know, joy and self-esteem and that kind of thing, but also for potentially to uh, forestall the symptoms of yes. dementia. So we did, you know, I practiced on them and they did some of the drum circles and they, um, they enjoyed them and we, you know, got back to piano most of the time, but as I kept working with the Momentia organization, I thought, boy, there's such a response here. And when you were, I was in a drum circle with them, I discovered that it's an equalizer. Yeah. Everyone that has a pulse can play a drum. And yes, that's so true. It's really yeah. amazing. A rhythmic activity <laughs> is something that you can do without any experience. And if you can physically play a drum, it doesn't matter how um, advanced your Alzheimer's is you are able to participate yep and just uh, if you remember few things beyond this creativity 
and rhythm are always accessible in the brain. Yes, they are. And what's so interesting, I, again, you know, I raised four kids, and my baby son struggled at first with rhythm. He's very much like my husband in that the way God put him together, he's more, I mean, he's, well, he's a double master PhD in theology and philosophy, to give you a clue. But he, um, he loved tearing things apart and putting them back together when he was a kid. But rhythm, he struggled with. And the other three kids, you know, who, had, who were older, and they all took piano, right? And they all knew how the power of music. Good for you. Yeah. And I, oh boy, I encourage everybody to do that with their children, regardless, because it's so therapeutic. But this is the deal. The kid, the other three kids would be hearing Tim practice, and they'd be yelling, Tim, count one, two, three, four. <laughs> and, he, and it was just so funny to listen to what was going on, because he was driving them crazy, because they had a strong sense of rhythm. As I did growing, I mean, I from the time I popped out of the womb, I had a strong sense of rhythm. But... What's so cool about this is his teacher and I worked together, and she was so patient. And that kid, boy, once he grabbed hold, he was unstoppable and just went nuts. And he actually studied longer and played for people way beyond my other three kids. I mean, it was amazing to watch him. That's fascinating. Yeah. Well, and you know, the little evil, you know... um, metronome metronome that goes back and forth that you want to throw across the room that's why that gets used as they get that rhythm in them well and you know it was interesting as I started doing these drum circles with my piano classes I had this day it's a wonder I didn't start sobbing maybe when I got in the car I did but I noticed that when we got to the end of that drum circle it felt like there were no strangers and these were people that had been friends together but I had a couple ladies that were very you know shy and they didn't want to say talk about certain things but in this health rhythms protocol it's it's not a therapy session or something and we just do lots of drumming together and and experience just what that's like for people just to sort of sync the rhythm together but we also talk a little bit for instance about what emotion we might have at that moment or when we were fearful recently and then you play on the drum so you can imagine someone with dementia would be completely able to do this too you play on the drum how you're feeling without saying a word and then the rest of the group guesses what they think that they're communicating god i love it it is that's i'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it quite honestly but so they were able to feel listened to they and they um, feel heard. They yeah. really did. Yeah. So we, at the end of that group, we would you know, usually have at least five more weekly sessions as far as the classic health rhythms. But I noticed that all of a sudden I'm driving home. I think there it is. That's that piece about belonging. They're not belonging yes. in the cafeteria. Yes. Really, they're not belonging with what mm-hmm. sometimes becomes kind of a junior high. Well, it's something feeling. that connects them. Yeah, that truly connects them because they, in that circle, as you expressed, oh my gosh, Katie, this is wonderful. And oh, by the way, we're talking to Katie Gilbert, the specialist here. But the thing is, is that they, they were, because they were so, I mean, they felt connected because they were being heard. They had an opportunity to communicate through that drum. And they didn't have to have musical experience. Ability, no. You know, if they needed, they had mallets. If they were able to use their hands, they did that. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to do some of this. And there was a memory care area of the same 
same uh, community. So I started doing that there and I thought, boy, at the very least, taking in drums and not having to give homework as a right, piano class right, right. and just seeing how people were just lighting up in this memory care area where a lot of times if you th there may be an activity that you have in in a uh, memory care and they may not really be interested and they'll get up and leave i was told well you'll know if they're interested or not because they'll just get up and leave probably or they'll fall asleep or you know something or whatever like that. sure so i just found that the people were very interested in and i would say to me it's important just to stop and say it's important for me to help um, show activity directors and people that are one-on-one -on -one at home with their um, care partner that. Yeah. that they actually can do some drumming on a very simple level. You don't have to have a health rhythm certificate or anything like that. But anyway, so as I was wow. learning this, I thought, I'm just going to do this some more. And every time I called someone in a memory care uh, community, they would say, yes, you know, come. So um, listen, I'm surprised yeah. your phone isn't ringing off the hook because, <laughs> you know, not there are so many memory care facilities and they all need you and very few of them have you <laughs> yeah <and laughs> or have someone like you yeah. it's difficult for them because they're so painted in the corner with the finances and for yes. me trying to make a living because I felt like there's nothing else I want to do how could I not so I probably at first maybe understanding what I needed to charge or this or that but yes and as I went in and had such a great experience I also noticed that these people that sort of awoke, like you were saying, yes. also would say at the end of the circle, when are you coming back? Are oh, you yeah. coming tomorrow? Are you coming oh, yeah. next week? And so They um, fall in love with you, just the beauty of who you are, but they love what you're doing with them. They were so, I mean, that's one thing that I am very um, uh, careful to do is make sure they can really reach their drum, that if they yes. have some kind of issue with the uh, faculties or something that they, you know, that works. But I thought, you oh. know, the more I did it, and you realize as an educator and as someone with these great lesson plans and everything for my children, <laughs> I learned that sometimes less is more. And sometimes I would just go in and have a wonderful track that I would have on my phone with a wireless speaker. And I would sometimes just let them play freely for 25 sure. minutes. Sure. And um, they, they create instead of me deciding what I think they can do or what they should do. So I am finding that I would love to see a situation where I could help, um, maybe even help with fundraisers for some of these communities where they can purchase their drums, where I can help their activity directors figure out what to do, and I can still come and show them how it looks and, you know, and how it's done. Give them guidance, done. yeah. Yeah, because I would, oh, I wow. would love to see people able to drum you know two or three times a week and sure, sure. you know whether it's uh -huh. at home or whether it's so I think that's where I've realized that part and it's interesting and in, in order to sort of um you know um make a living yeah, yeah, <laughs> at yeah, the yeah. moment I ended up having the opportunity as I am, am employed right now about 15 20 hours a week I work one-on-one -on -one with a gentleman with Parkinson's dementia and and so we he took piano before, so we I do piano lessons with him. He goes to drum circles with me now. He goes to the Momentia activities. Go to momentiaseattle.org, and you can look up the calendar. Okay. You know what? We're going to take, yeah, take a quick break, and we're yeah. going to come right back and really nail those areas where they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So come right back, okay? Special touch of God's excellence in you. 
special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, we are back and we are with Katie Gilberts. And boy, what an incredible, beautiful woman she is with this wonderful passion to truly help. Uh, with the power of music and power of drumming in particular, rhythms that really help. And there's this term called momentia, spelled like dementia, but with mo. <laughs> momentia is that grassroots movement empowering people with memory loss and their loved ones to remain connective and active in their community and with their loved ones and really, again, just really... Um, Stay connected. I love it. So how can they get a hold of you, Katie? I am very happy for people to email me. I can, am never too busy um, for just helping you out with drums and understanding dementia, et cetera. Yeah. So it's the letter K. This is my email. The letter K, the letter R, Gilberts, which is G-I-L, B as in boy, E-R-T-S, at gmail.com. Great. And they can go to um, a website, which is Katie, okay, <laughs> it's www dot, which kind of goes without saying, right? But it's Katie, K-A-T-Y-S, then senior, S-E-N-I-O-R, concierge, C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, service, S-E-R-V-I-C-E, dot com. So again, it's Katie's SeniorConciergeService.com. You can also reach her by phone, and she's so happy to talk with you. Anyone who is in a caregiving situation um, or who works with elderly, I mean, just anybody that has this on their heart, it's 206 898 4259. Again, 206 898 4259. And boy, this has been incredible incredibly enriching to talk with you today. I love this quote. It says, there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle, and the other is as though everything is a miracle. 
Einstein, right? Yes. I love it. That's great. You know what? He actually was more of a believer than people like to think. He finally, yeah. he realized that, no, God is the answer. <laughs> yes. He, I've heard that he had so many brilliant things going through his mind that sometimes he forgot to put his pants on. And I totally <laughs> believe it. Well, as a kid, he was told that he would not ever amount to anything because he was a dreamer. Mm-hmm. And that is so healthy to be a dreamer. Oh, my goodness. People need to learn how to dream more. In my yeah. opinion, yes. So can can the brain actually improve with, with the, these therapies? What I have seen in the community of Momentia yeah. to start with, so it's firsthand for me, is that in the, in the, the few years that I've been there and, and volunteered with the song circle and the ver- in the drum circle, is that I see what I call a plateau, uh-huh. and sometimes there is an improvement. I do actually work with people with piano, in dementia sometimes there's some special but the thing is the brain itself is still improved through new learner new learning yes you know years ago the science thought that you were born with so many neurons and that was it and boy what they've learned is that is so not true your brain is growing and you're building new neurons all the time and so anytime you are quote unquote, learning, you're building new neurons. And so you, I would think that with what the incredible things you do through rhythms, through music, et cetera, that that would be really helping their brains recover to some degree. Yeah. And I think to me, as I go from lots of reading of scientific studies to understanding, for instance, the, the mound that I spend about 20 hours a week with as kind of a deluxe caregiver, (laughs) I like to say, is that it's important to realize that we're not, we're not just trying to prevent um, the, the brain from becoming worse, let's say, through intellectual pieces. The drum circles have everything going on with them. But also, I think it's important that we, that depression is one of the most um, measurable aspects as you can imagine, if you were diagnosed with dementia and all the, the aspects of that, once you really give into that and you get away from community because you're afraid you'll say something stupid or you <laughs> won't understand what others are saying, yeah, yeah. then it's it, there can be a quick deterioration. But like in Momentia, the things that are in the moment are things that you can still do. A lot of memory loss is not that important. If you, right. If you don't remember, that big deal. But these are folks that I have watched remain the same and the scientific piece on that is that at the very least what seems to happen with those with dementia potentially is that they will plateau maybe be slightly better and I like to keep my guy really happy in our activities you know lots of social things and music and drumming and he has boxing lessons and all kinds of stuff and if if you do get worse with your dementia, it tends to be that you get a lot worse quickly towards the end, which to me sounds kind of ideal. But in general, to answer your question a little bit more, is as far as improving your brain, sometimes um, I think that when you look at that, I mean, that's something that's you can read a lot about, and I can talk to you too um, more about that. But the quality of life with um, a sense that you don't remember something or that it's hard to follow a conversation or you can't play bridge anymore or you can't do this or that 
um, if you were to dwell on that, again, your deterioration would be measurably worse. worse. Yes, because, again, and that's just a basic function of brain. When you focus on negative, it literally shut, starts to pull you down and shut you down. Yeah. Where when you're, when you're experiencing some joy in your life, which yeah. music gives you, my goodness, and the drumming and the connection with other people and the laughing and the... You know, and, and experiencing emotion. And I love the pies. I'm going to repeat that because it's the physical, P for physical, I for intellectual, E for emotional, and S for spiritual and social. I love that. That, that it really, so that in itself improves quality of life. And, and that's what I'm hearing all, you say. Yeah, and those things uh -huh. are all wrapped up in a gorgeous way in yes. a drum circle or in a one-on-one -on -one drum situation. And I do think that to be maybe more, you know, factual or something regarding the brain, if you get to music lessons or French lessons or certain things in advance, it's very possible, it's very scientifically possible that you will avoid the symptoms of dementia. My dad was an incredible professional musician, and he, while, you know, a social worker could spot his dementia in a flash, he maintained himself and his joy and so forth because he played every day. Oh, my. He played every day and beautifully. My dad went home with his boots on in terms of being a musician. He was incredible, and I miss his playing so much. I have some beautiful recordings. But I really believe that kept that man together and going. Well, yeah. there's... There's one of the most exciting pieces is that there's the concept of um, neurogenesis, where even if you are suffering with certain aspects of being, you know, having dementia, if you, uh, for instance, needed to go down Main Street to figure out where you put the spoon, but you end up, um, you have, you know, drum circles or boxing or various things of these pies, the physical, emotional, yeah. all the areas of wellness that are going on you can potentially prevent certain other areas of your brain from the demise that they would experience. So instead of going down Main Street, your brain is now producing new neurons and you can be going through, you know, a back street to mm -hmm. get to the same place. Right. So you really can improve your brain um, and sort of prevent its demise. Right. And they've proven also, you know, when people have physical things happen to the brain, uh, you have mirror neurons. I write about this in my book because it's so important. You have mirror neurons. So what happens is if something is is gone sideways or is physically not able to function so well in one hemisphere of the brain, the mirror neurons on the other side totally kick in and take over. It yeah. is so beautiful to see that happen. And music tends to pull both sides of the brain together. Yes, and if you have a chance, go to wow. the a TED Ed. It's about four and a half minutes, and it's probably the best thing that I've ever found on music in the brain. And it's called, just do a Google for how playing an instrument helps the brain. So how playing an instrument helps the brain. And it talks about that your brain is having, you know, like if you listen to music, it's, you know, maybe like the, you know, fourth of july in your brain but if you are playing music not only is it like a jubilee in there but you're actually the learning is that you are increasing is going to other parts of the body 
Yes. Oh, and it's so, so important. Katie, what an incredible joy to have you today. And I want to just reiterate, she is for hire out there, just so you know. <laughs> she is for hire, uh, helping caregivers and helping um, the, the clients, if you will. I mean, she's there to, to come into your facility. She's she's there to come alongside you if you're a caregiver. She's there to come alongside and help you be successful with your caregiver, uh, with your the loved one in your life that is suffering. So until next Sunday, God bless you. Thank you, Katie, so much. Thank you. It was really an honor. But you rock. <laughs> so until next Sunday, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Do come back. Bye-bye. That special touch of God's excellence in you.